That is time to chat with our Canberra correspondent, Kerri-Ann Walsh. Kia ora, Kerri-Ann. Good morning, Ingrid. Uh, you have lost a national living treasure. Tell us more. Yes, uh, Luwicha O'Donoghue. She's a brilliant champion for her people, uh, an Indigenous woman, one of the stolen generation, uh, who rose to become one of the most influential figures black or white, in Australian history. She was uh, influential on government policy for decades. Uh, she lived to a ripe old age of 91, um, was quite revered in many circles across Australia, not just to her people, who she championed all her working life. Every single role she did, she undertook with passion and commitment to improve the lives of Indigenous people. Uh, she was the inaugural chair, one of her better known roles was as the inaugural chair of ATSIC, a a controversial body that was established uh, in 1990 to uh, look after the needs and aspirations of Indigenous people across the country, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Commission. It disintegrated after about a couple of decades, but in, in the time that she was in its chair, it had its glory days. It was a brilliant organisation that achieved a lot. Um, she'll be well remembered, and she, she'll be given a state funeral in her hometown of uh, South, in her home state of South Australia. But she's somebody that will live on for a long time in Australia because of the lasting effect she had on legislation, on government ad, on advocacy, and on highlighting the needs and plights of. Aboriginal Australians. Mm. Well, speaking of legislation, the what your federal parliament resumes this week for the year. What's on their to-do list? Oh, so much to do, um, not the least of which is to get through this massive revamp of what was known as the Stage 3 tax cuts. So the government is banking its political fortunes on uh, the revamp they've done on that, which means that more people across Australia will get a tax cut if it's legislated, if it goes through, if it isn't subject to political argy-bargy, which of course never happens in Australia, so therefore it will go through with it in, a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, nothing to see here. Uh, nothing to see here, but it will kick in in July 1 if it, if it goes off. And uh, that will give the government something to think about towards the end of the year because if they do get a bounce in the polls and it is something that um, polling over the last week has shown has been popular with Australians, then you can bet your bottom dollar towards the end of the year they're going to look at, oh, will we, won't we have an early election? It's not due till May 2025, but they could trigger at any time from August this year. So. Let's wait and see. Yeah, just quickly, uh, we haven't got long to go, but there's a redress yep. scheme starting for watch, uh, forced adoptions women, back in the 50s. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, women who lost their babies at birth, who, who were forced to adopt them out, unwed mothers who'd been secreted away in in unwed mothers' homes. This is a Victorian. This is an Australian first in Victoria. It will operate, and it opens today for those women um, who were subjected to this abhorrent state policy. And thousands are expected to apply. Uh, that's how many lives were disrupted mm. and how many mums and bubs were separated. Yeah. Gosh, there will be some um, heartbreaking stories coming out of that. The heartbreaking uh, scheme, no stories doubt. coming out. Hey, thank Absolutely. you very much for that. Uh, that was Kerri-Ann Walsh, our Canberra correspondent.